everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic, Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's minute 57, which I have beginning with Preston saying, oh, no, I didn't want him. I was... And going through the drummer saying, this hat is not stupid. This hat is cool. <laughs> this is this is a pretty packed minute. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on in this minute. Yeah, I agree. So the, the angel, the taxi is here. And so Preston is protesting that he, he wasn't trying to like com- confess his love to Barry Manilow. He was. And then she's like, no, 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 it's fine. She says, I don't think it's weird. I mean, come on, Scott Bayo. We all have our things. And for me, we all have our theme. We all have our things feels like a theme to me. We all have our theme because I feel, I mean, it's a general statement that um, can, it's sort of like a, a fortune cookie fortune, but like it felt poignant to me in the moment because it okay. feels like if you had said we all have our things and done like a montage of like everyone that we've seen in the movie, like all the principal characters. Mm-hmm. everyone has so, like, I mean, I guess that's just how you write a character. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's not, but I was like, yeah. So that's interesting. Cause I, I really did think that the theme was yesterday when she said, you know, fate exists, but it can only take you so far. You yeah. have to do the rest. That felt more like the theme of the movie to me, but I see your point though. I think the angel is the theme. Oh just yeah. The whole, her whole thing. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm okay with that. Cool. So then it cuts to a song, mm-hmm. which is a Barry Manilow song called Ready to Take a Chance Again. It was a 1978 international hit single. It was uh, the theme song of the movie Foul Play, which starred Goldie Hawn and Chevy Chase. It is one of two Manilow songs featured in that movie, the other being Copacabana. So like... Okay. Or Co- Copacabana. So... That is a, quite a, a a heavy hitter of a soundtrack, it sounds like. And then it says, The song recounts the experience of a despairing man who has been hurt by love and therefore has retreated into the safety of an emotional set shell. His life then continues on a flat even but even keel until he meets someone who causes him to consider taking a chance with love again. I was like, yeah, I know, but what's the plot of the song? I, you don't have to summarize Can't Hardly Wait to me. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Then so Preston is driving with that blaring uh, with a big smile on his face because he's a big golden retriever. Yes, he really. Yes, that is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're back at the party mm-hmm. where the drummer and the lead singer are still fighting. If you will recall, they were having a fight back in minute 30 something. Yeah. Where the drummer was ripping the leg off of the lead singer's action figure, and right. then we flew out the window and didn't get to see anymore. Well, we're back in the middle of that fight with the drummer telling the singer that he's a no-talent, posturing little smurf. <laughs> to which the lead singer replies, really? That's not what your girlfriend said last night in your van, giggity giggity. Right. Wait, this is this is like a, a year or two before Family Guy. Yeah, I was I was wild and I, I I was my mind was blown when he said giggity giggity in the yeah. exact same way uh, mm-hmm. as Quagmire does. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then at that point, the drummer rips off the singer's cravat mm-hmm. and the singer yells, you guys are such amateurs. I quit and promptly falls backwards off the stage. Yep. 
<laughs> so which is weirdly foreshadowing it turns out but uh-huh. uh but yeah yeah it's it's a delightful little moment yeah between donald Faison and breckenmeyer like you can tell oh, yeah. that they were just having such a blast filming this little moment oh absolutely it was so good absolutely yeah it, it looks it looks like they're having a blast and like how it's so fun with the right partner to be like fighting to play yes. fighting that yes. that that can be very fun yes absolutely i i got a little bit of a jimmy from that thing you do vibe uh from the lead singer like, oh yeah like i hadn't and then i got kind of like um a backlog like suddenly all of him filled in with jimmy from <laughs> from mm-hmm. that thing you do yep. uh, just with the word i quit yep yeah so then um the drummer turns on the t-shirt guy mm-hmm. and he says basically this is your fault and the t-shirt guy says that we we were fine until you put on that stupid hat this hat is not stupid this hat is cool <laughs> everyone i feel like there are people that have certain words that they say better than ever, than anyone else mm-hmm. i think i want to I, I i need to listen to some more examples but donald Faison saying the word cool yes might be donald Faison's. yes it sounds really good and weirdly because it sounds kind of uncool it makes it a little bit cooler yeah i'm not really sure how that works not really sure what the math is on that but uh i think it does so i think that i'll have to put that in contention all right well i have nothing else this is another short episode remember how we started this uh minute being like there's a lot that happens well, there is a lot that happens. There's just yeah. not a lot to discuss. Yeah. I mean, we get we get three different, you know, shots, like three different yeah. scenes happen. Yeah. I have a question. Okay. What time is it? I, well, it's got to be it's past after two. two in the morning. Right. Let's say she had to wait 20 minutes. Yeah. For, I mean, it's probably around three, 2.30 or three. I feel like we have a lot of, mo- I guess we have, hmm, I guess we don't well, have a whole bunch of night left. It was two o'clock in the morning when the angel arrived at the phone booth. Well, it was two o'clock in the morning. It was after two when she arrived at the phone booth because she said, when your car breaks down at two. Now, it could have been that her car broke down at one fifty-four, and she was like, for the purposes right. of this, it's two in the morning. Okay, so we assume that she arrived at the phone booths around 2.15. Yeah. Her conversation with Preston probably only lasted 15 or 20 minutes. That's true. So it's probably between 2.30 and 2.45 at the point that this... F- well, the, and the fight is presumably happening simultaneously with that, right? right? That's, that's what I was about to say, is the storytelling in this, I always think of as being sequential, but I think it's concurrent. Yeah. I think we've determined that it has to be concurrent because of, oh, how long Amanda sits on the couch. We, she can't sit on the couch for as long as she appears to have sat on the couch if it's seen right. and then seen and then seen. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's I think it's probably happening right about the same time. So it's probably about two thirty in the morning okay. that Preston is driving, listening to Barry Manilow after right. talking to the angel. And also the band is breaking up. Right. Right. Now, <laughs> I just pictured a version of this that's like 24 where it has like four different screens where it's like mm-hmm. the band breaking up. Preston having the conversation like. <laughs> yeah. And I think one that would be interesting and two it would uh ruin the movie yes (laughs) yes it does make me wonder about 
the, like some of the other storylines. Cause like this, the week, as we are recording this, the episodes airing this week are Kenny and Den- like basically when Denise gets trapped in the bathroom with Kenny. Right. And that can't be happening too much before this, which means that Denise has been at that party for hours and Kenny has been wandering around that party with his love backpack for hours. He had a list of 10? 10. But he, I mean. And he went through Corinne, Jana, and Ashley. Right. That so we saw. He had seven more to go through. When he, when he got to ready to have, when he got, was sitting in that chair with ready to have sex girl behind him. Mm-hmm. Was he done with the list, do you think? He had to be, right? He had to be, or at least was done with the as much of the list as he could get through. It's possible that he couldn't find all 10 girls. Right. But he definitely was sitting there looking dejected and like he was trying to muster up the energy to get up and go home unsexed. Right. Because right. like, if it's been... Just for ease, um, seven is such a weird number. Anyways, like I was thinking if it's been 210 minutes, that's so a little bit under th- four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, that's half an hour per remaining girl on the list. Yeah. Which seems like a lot if everyone's just going to shut him down. Right. I mean, I guess there's the finding. Yeah. And you kind of want to probably take a couple laps before you go to the... I mean, I guess he didn't. He didn't. He, with, no, he definitely didn't. It was, yo, Corrine. <laughs> yo, Ashley. Yo, Jaina. Right. Yeah, no. I So, I mean, that seems like a long time. I, man, I But I guess some, we didn't establish what time the party started either. Well, I feel like we talked about it. I mean, it was definitely full dark when right. Preston and Denise arrived. Right. And when Amanda arrived. And right. given that it's summer, yeah. it had to have been 9.30 at the earliest. And right. that party was already in full swing by that point. But still, let's say they arrived at 10. It's now 2. They've Denise has been stuck at that party for four hours. She could have right. walked home in that time. I don't know where she lives in relation to this party house, but she could have walked home in that time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the time time is is so weird in this in this uh, movie because I mean they're because they, they it's sort of like I think it's a little bit of like a time flies when you're having fun sort of deal like uh-huh. or time flies when you're busy worrying about other things or whatever like whatever adage you want to say right. so it's sort of like they want to take time out of it yeah so they made it out of honeys they made it out of honeys it makes that line feel weird like yeah like like what's it I, I, there's probably not a word for it but like i guess a red herring where it's like all right guys we gotta go time you know because time is honeys and then you know four hours later st- still like you know i guess they didn't need to rush yeah. inside. <laughs> yeah because kenny yeah kenny's sitting here and he's like man every second that we spend <laughs> At this 7-Eleven is a right. second that I am not potentially getting laid. Right. But exactly. guess what? It really doesn't matter how much time you spent at that 7-Eleven. You're going to, you're still going to spend the same amount of time not getting laid. You might actually get a better chance of getting laid if you stay longer at the 7-Eleven. It's true. It's true. 
Are we good to do social media? I think let's do social media. All right. Well, we as a podcast are on Twitter at JE underscore Minute Movies. But if you would like to speak to us individually, you can find me at Unabashedly Aaron. And you can find me on my voicemail at... Five, five, no, I'm joking. I'm on Twitter at Unabashed James. <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> we are proud members of the Scavengers Network, alongside just a whole bunch of other great shows, including Historical Hotties, mm-hmm. which is a very smart, entertaining show done by Whitney and Lindsay Nelson. Yeah. And if you have not listened to it, you should definitely go check it out because you will learn something and yeah. you'll have fun doing it. And as of the recording of this, they are, I, I don't know, I mean, I'll cut this if it turns out they weren't, but uh, Daniel says they're coming back soon. Like, they're going to be mm-hmm. back, I think, this month. Yeah, I was so, pretty sure that they were coming back soon. That was yeah. part of why I picked them. Yeah, good call. Yeah. So, so yeah, go listen to Stork Lotties. Yeah. I think that's going to do it for us. I think so. I think so. So, we're going to go record the next episode and right. try to figure out how many honeys... This party is worth? Is that how time time as honeys works? Carry the three. Should I put my Jimmy hat on? No, no, no. That won't work. Um, I'll do the calculations off air. Okay. That's probably for the best. Time is honeys. And go hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs>